Everybody, welcome back to the Sunnydale Review. I'm Brian. I'm Jillian. And we are going to be talking about Season 2, Episodes 7 and 8. On this episode, Jill, how are you doing? I'm good, how are you? I'm doing good. Um, these are, this is an interesting batch. I think it has a good mix of high and low. So yeah. Pretty excited to talk about that. Should we just get right into it? Um, I just want to say one thing first, just for awareness for anybody watching this video, uh, we are doing a marathon filming day today. Yes. Uh, we are currently on video two of, mm. I believe, eight we have planned for today. Right. So if our voices start to uh, degrade, mm. or if we are constantly drinking fluids, yeah. um, we apologize. <laughs> yeah, I didn't expect the first episode to be like two hours long, but yeah. here we are. I got here at noon. It's now almost three o'clock. Mm-hmm. <laughs> We're only getting on episode two. This is going to be a problem. <laughs> we got this. We got this. Yeah. Okay. So uh, season two, episode seven, the first um, episode that we're covering in this video mm-hmm. is Lie to Me. Um, we've pointed out before that there is a running trend of season of uh, episode sevens being really, really good season or mm-hmm. really, really good episodes. Um so, Lie to Me originally aired on November 3rd, 1997, and it is written and directed by Joss Whedon. So, there you go. If you if you had any doubts of whether or not this would be a quality episode. Yeah. No doubts now. Um, so, let's see. Um, for the sake of time, maybe we can go through this one a little bit more quickly. Yeah. Um, basically... Let's see. <laughs> One funny thing that happens in this episode is uh, Jenny takes Giles out on a date. She won't tell him where it ends up being monster trucks. That is good. He is yeah. not about that life. Um, but one of Buffy's old friends from when she went to Henry High, mm-hmm. um, his name is Ford, and he comes to Sunnydale. Mm-hmm. Um, he says he catches Buffy out, like, hunting vampires. Mm-hmm. He says he already knew. Yeah. Um, it was like a funny exchange where she was like, say, oh, I was just doing like this. And he's like, just killing a vampire. Oh, because to me it looks like you were killing a vampire. It's <laughs> like, what? <laughs> no. He's like, he's like, yeah, I know. <laughs> um, so let's see. So he says that he's also attending Sunnydale High. Um, she uses Ford to make Angel jealous the bronze. Mm-hmm. Um Turns out he is part of, like, this cult of lonely teenagers who all want to be turned into vampires. Oh, so sad. Yeah. I guess it's, like, more acceptable in this universe, because you know there are, like, people who are like that in real life. Yeah. Like, super into vampires and, like, dress like vampires and stuff. Mm-hmm. But as far as we know, granted we don't live on a hellmouth, there are no vampires in real life, so can't even turn into one. Yeah, but we don't know that they don't exist. Because think about it and, like, the fact that all these people live in Sunnydale. Mm-hmm. And most of the, like, the, the town is nearly overrun by vampires. And right. most of the people have no idea they exist. That's true. That's true. They're just like, huh, there's a lot of gangs on PCP around, apparently. Right. There's actually, I think in one of these episodes that we'll talk about in this episode, Oz has a funny line that pertains to that. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's not in this episode, right. but it's it's coming up soon. Um, or not, is that, hold on, I'm trying to think now. No, it'll be no. in the next, it'll be in, uh, surprise. Yeah, yeah. The first I'm episode like, of our next episode. Yeah. Uh, so let's see, so, um, Angel visits Willow at her house, um, mm-hmm. he needs her to do some research on Ford, they find out that Ford isn't actually a student at Sunnydale, 
Uh, Willow can't keep a secret, and she starts acting really suspicious around Buffy and Ford. <laughs> um, Buffy and Ford are out at night and see vampires around the school. They get separated, and Ford threatens a vampire um, for information, then lies to Buffy and says that he staked the vampire. Mm. So it's kind of weird because in the first season, there's that guy she goes on a date with, mm-hmm. and then she's like, no, you can't like come with me. It's too dangerous. But with Ford, she's like, yeah, like, you know, come slaying with me. It's fine. Well, because he already knows that she's the slayer. Right, right. But he found out, and he was the other guy was down. Yeah, I think that the only reason is because they have like this previous relationship right. from being friends. Right, right, right. So she's more apt to like trust him. Mm-hmm. Um, so let's see. And he totally could have staked her if he wanted to. He had her dead to rights. Oh, yeah, the vampire? Yeah. Yeah, but no, he wanted information. Mm-hmm. Um, so let's see. Willow, Xander, and Angel find the Sunset Club. That's what the, the cult of Jesus kids Christ. who want to be yeah. um, turn into vampires, what they call themselves. Mm-hmm. Um, Angel says the teenagers have no idea um, like what vampires dress like. Then someone walks by wearing exactly his outfit. It's okay. <laughs> and they like look at each other, and then the guy walks away. Um, and the whole time we're there, we see someone welding. In the background. Yeah. It's like, huh. It's like, I wonder yeah. if that's important. Yeah. Uh, let's see. So Buffy finds out who Drusilla is. She's uh, the paramour of Spike. Mm-hmm. A vampire steals one of Giles' books. Buffy recognizes it as the vamp that Ford said he killed. Mm. Not good, Ford. Not <laughs> no. good. Also, Giles is like, it took one of my books. Yeah. He's so offended <laughs> by it. Like, what the hell, man? Yeah. It's not cool at all. He seems less upset when vampires try to kill him, but right. one of them steals one of his books. Oh! It's a big offense to Giles, honestly. <laughs> uh, let's see. Spor- uh, we see Ford going to Spike. Um, he says that he's been looking for him, offers up Buffy in exchange for being turned. Mm-hmm. Um, Ford is not a good guy. No. <laughs> um, let's see. Angel goes to tell Buffy about Ford. She questions him about who Drusilla is. Angel gives Buffy the background about how Drusilla was the worst thing he ever did as a vampire. He was obsessed with her and then drove her crazy by killing her family and mentally torturing her. her and then he killed her. So basically she yeah. w- she had the powers of like visions and stuff mm-hmm. before she got turned. Mm-hmm. And then he basically mentally messed her up and then turned her into a vampire. Yeah. Killed her family one by one. Not good. And jealous. Not, not a great guy. No, no. Don't think that's going out on a limb. No. <laughs> and we can actually talk about that because that happens in the season. Mm-hmm. So uh, let's see. Buffy is angry with her friends for going behind her back and like looking into Ford. Mm-hmm. Um, but then she goes and co- confronts Ford about lying to her. He admits that he wants to be a vampire and was counting on her figuring out what his plan is. Uh, Buffy gets locked in the the Sunset Club. Yeah, with that's the, why that guy was welding. Yeah. Making a door that only opens from the outside yeah so basically they all get trapped inside of the club Mm. um ford admits that um only he will be turned so like everybody else in the sunset club like he doesn't say this to all of them he Mm. tells it to just buffy but he says that um like they're all basically pigs for slaughter he's the only one that he made a deal with to get turned i think that's kind of interesting because to this point we never really know like why some people get turned and some don't. It seems kind of arbitrary, but we kind of find out that vampires are really picky about who they actually allow to become a vampire, you know? Mm. I don't it, I mean, Sheila got turned in school hard. Yeah, but that's just Drusilla wanting to 
play with their food. Yeah, probably. Um, let's see. So most of them are picky. Drusilla's out there. Yeah. So um, Ford tells Buffy that um, he's dying of brain cancer, mm-hmm. and that's why he wants to get turned into a vampire because right. he doesn't want to die, but also he has like this cancer that's eating his brain. Mm-hmm. Um or basically, like, boiling his brain from the inside or something. He uses some yeah. language. Um, and he's like, I don't have a choice. He's like, I don't want to die, so this is my only option. Mm-hmm. And Buffy tells him, you have a choice. You don't have a good choice, but you have a choice. I like that line. Yeah. It's very, like, it's kind of the thing at the heart of the show, really. Mm-hmm. It's that Buffy is constantly faced with these hard choices where she needs to decide what to do. Mm-hmm. And sometimes... You have a choice. You don't have a good choice, Mm. but it's what you choose that really informs people of your character and helps you build character and kind of helps you to develop as a person. Mm. Um, So let's see. Spike shows up with his kind of gang of vampires. They start biting and killing people while Ford and Buffy fight. Ford is dying of brain cancer, puts up almost too good of a fight for the (laughs) physical condition he's in. Yeah. Um, Buffy threatens Drusilla in order to get the vamps to stop feeding and let everybody go. Mm. Buffy escapes, locks the vampires in the one-way, like, um, door lock room. Mm. So basically she traps them all in there. Yeah, she frees the Sunset Club other yeah. than Ford. Yeah. To be clear. So Ford is trapped in there with the vampires. Right. Um, let's see. Um, so Buffy had, like, knocked Ford out. So mm. Ford wakes up locked in the Sunset Club with all the vampires. Yes. And he says, hey, dude, I fulfilled my end of the deal. So he yeah, asks for his... messed up here. Yeah. Spike. So he asks for his reward. Mm-hmm. Um, I have in my notes, not sure why Spike actually goes through with this. Like, he's he's not a man of honor or anything. No. <laughs> um, but Buffy returns later, finds Ford's body. They bury him. There's a grave with a gravestone and everything. How mm-hmm. long... Was he dead for to like like yeah. they never I don't I don't think they ever understand they hi English I swear um, I don't think they ever end up explaining exactly how long it takes between when you die if you're turned mm-hmm. and how long it, until like you wake up again. Mm-hmm. Um, so let's see. It's as long as the writers need you to be dead. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. It's um, like zombie bites and zombie stuff. Some people turn right away. Some people linger for a while. You know, it's whatever the plot needs. Yeah. Um, so later we see Buffy and uh, Giles at the graveyard kind of standing watch over um, Ford's grave. And there's this just awesome um, scene between the two of them. Mm-hmm. Buffy asked, does it ever get easy? And then she stakes Vamp Ford, who had just, like, started to rise. Um, Giles says, you mean life? Buffy says, yeah. Does it ever get easy? And Giles says, what do you want me to say? And Buffy says, lie to me. (laughs) So the the name of the episode. Um, And Giles decides to humor her and says, yes, it's terribly simple. The good good guys are always Starwalt and True. The bad guys are easily distinguished by their pointy horns and black hats. We always defeat them and save the day. No one ever dies and everyone lives happily ever after. And Buffy turns to him and goes, liar. (laughs) That's like the end. Yeah. You know, directed by Josh Whedon. Yeah. Um, This episode's awesome. 
I love it. I gave it a seven. What'd you give it? I gave it a seven. Yeah, same page where it's it's really good. Yeah. Um, it gives us insight into Buffy's life beforehand, which I think I talked about in one of the episodes when we first started. The show's really good at building out a universe that feels lived in before mm-hmm. the show starts, and this is just another example of that. Ford is a dickhead, for sure, <laughs> but you do sympathize a little bit, like, you get it. He's a 16-year-old kid who's dying. Yeah. He made a bad choice. But you can't, like, 100% blame him. But you also can't be like, I. it's fine, you know? Because he did... He was ready to kill all his friends and Buffy. Yeah. So it's a, it's a complicated thing. And like Giles said at the end, it's, it's always messy. You know, mm-hmm. it's never how he explains it, you know? And, yeah. It's just a good episode. Yeah, it also uh, gives great insight into Angel's past and mm. the character of Drusilla and um, just major character development for Buffy. Right. So I gave it a watch. Oh, yeah. Yeah, definitely watch this. Really good. Yeah. So next episode. Uh, next episode is The Dark Age, Season 2, Episode 8. Originally aired November 10th, 1997. Written by Dean Batali and Rob Deshotel. And another uh, directed by Bruce Seth Green. Yeah, he does a lot of this season, if I recall correctly. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, let's see. So we start the episode with someone looking for Giles at Sunnydale High. The person gets attacked by like a zombie demon looking lady mm-hmm. um, that Giles seems to know. Um, let's see. Yes. Yeah. Um, Buffy is working out in the library with Giles and is blasting music. Again, how does Snyder <laughs> never catch them? She's literally blasting music and he's, Giles is like, can you turn that down? <laughs> and, um, Buffy's like, I'm doing calisthenics or whatever. I yeah. need the beat. <laughs> I get it. You gotta listen to something when you're working out. Yeah. Just, yeah. And a, a Walkman would probably have been too heavy for her to be right. doing like the stepper thing. Yeah, it'd fly off. Yeah. It wouldn't be good. But it's like, still, like, she's blasting music in the school after hours. Where yeah. the hell is Snyder? Maybe Snyder went home. Maybe he's home for the evening. It worries me how much Snyder, how much Snyder is not there. <laughs> <laughs> and how much he doesn't catch. I don't know. Um, let's see. Uh, Giles is brought to the morgue to ID the body of the man who got killed on campus. The dead guy has a tattoo. It's revealed that Giles has the same tattoo. Um... Buffy guards the blood bank delivery. Vamps try to steal the blood, but Buffy um, and Angel step in. Buffy trusts Angel to make sure the hospital gets the delivery because she's concerned that Giles never showed up because he was supposed to be there to help mm-hmm. them. Um, Giles says he's fine, but won't um, won't tell Buffy what's wrong. Right. I actually have a question about this. Yes. So in the first season, Drusilla points out that Angel's still drinking human blood. Was Angel coming here to pick up blood for himself? Or is he off the human blood now? Okay, so first thing, yeah. Drusilla's not in season one. Oh my god, Drusilla, yeah. Drusilla, <laughs> uh, in my mind, I'm picturing, um, my god, Darla. Yeah. Darla points out that he's drinking human blood in um, his fridge. So do you think he was here to pick up blood too? My headcanon is that he gets his blood from the butcher. Which we find out later yeah. on in the show. Yeah. Um, 
I think he was just there to back up Buffy, and he likes yeah. to follow her he's, around and saw that she needed a little bit of help. He's doing his angel thing yeah. of lurking in the shadows behind Buffy. All right. Hey, uh, um, oh, gosh. Not, wait. No, in a couple episodes, um, there's something going on at the school, and he brings it up to Buffy. Oh, yeah. And she's like, you know about that? He's like, I lurk. <laughs> <laughs> so, I think he was just following Buffy, honestly. Right. That's, that's my, my headcanon about right. it. Um, let's see. So, the dead guy in the morgue wakes up. Um, welcome back, Ethan Rain. Mm. He reveals to Buffy that he and Giles know each other. Uh, Buffy calls Giles. Giles has, tells Buffy to get away from Ethan. Zombie Kai comes for Ethan. Uh, he tries to escape, but Cordelia takes him down with a kick. <laughs> and Buffy locks the zombie possessed guy in the bookcage. Mm. The bookcage is one of the most uh, conveniently used... They used it for the first time in the pack in season one, mm. and they just, like, they use it a lot. A lot, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, it's just one of the more uh, convenient places that they seem to have. Mm. Um, and can hold almost anything, yeah, apparently. Yeah, something would be able to break through. It's not like a jail cell. Right. It's like, what do you, do you think books are going to try to bust out? I want to know, like, what... Um, justification they had for putting the book cage in the library of a high school yeah. like what books did they tell people that they had that re would require that because that's where they keep like all of the um the weapons and stuff yeah the but only thing i can think is maybe that's where they keep textbooks it's like you don't want people to steal textbooks i don't know like steal them and not check them out yeah like the teacher's textbooks you know that you like get Oh, like classes. like the answer books and stuff? Oh, I, no, just like a normal history book. It's like, oh, well, we got to put these here and keep them because people could, like, steal them. Okay. You know how expensive textbooks are. They are. They're stupid expensive. <laughs> I used I used to, in college, I got, like, most of my books through Newegg because I could just rent mm. them because I would never use them after the class I was done yeah. with. They're um, after, I would never use them after I was done with the class. Mm. So I would just rent them. Makes sense. Yeah. It was cheaper that way. I ended up having books after my freshman year because I was stupid enough and actually bought them. And I was like, I don't know what to do with this book. Mm -hmm. I'm never planning on taking art appreciation again. No? Never? No. I appreciated art less after that class. Oh, Are you yeah, kidding? I that class. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, my God. Um, so let's see. Um, so... Ethan calls Giles Ripper again. Uh, the zombie guy turns into goo. The goo touches a knocked out Miss Calendar. Um, Giles refuses to talk about what's going on, takes Jenny home. Uh, we find out that she's actually possessed by the demon because she was unconscious when the goo touched her, so, like, the demon transferred awesome. itself into her. Um, let's see. The Scoobies and Cordelia stay at the library to search through the books and um, Giles, pers Giles' like personal files that he keeps at the school for whatever reason to because figure. Because he lives there. <laughs> <laughs> we um, talked about that. Uh, let's see. So they're trying to figure out what's going on. Cordelia actually volunteers to stay and help. Um, so just more. She's hundred percent part of the. Group. More character growth yeah. for her. Um, let's see. Possessed Jenny tries to seduce um, Giles, mm. but he's afraid he's taking advantage of her. Right. She calls him Ripper and then attacks him. Buffy shows up right in time and saves Giles. The mm. demon says, uh, three down, two to go. Mm. And like, does she jump out a window? She might. 
I just remember her being like, that's ridiculous that that <laughs> happened. So however she exits, it's ridiculous. Yeah. I don't remember exactly what happens. Uh, so Giles finally admits that he created the demon. Mm. Uh, he and a group of schoolmates, when they were young, would summon the demon and possess like one of their sleeping friends to get high. Mm. So they would like summon the demon, the demon would possess their friend, and then it would give their friend like a high afterwards. Mm. Um, Buffy goes Pretty to reckless behavior. Yeah. <laughs> it's kind of their equivalent of doing drugs. Yeah, but it, it's stupid. Um, Let's see. Buffy goes to protect Ethan. He instead knocks her out, ties her up, and tries to tattoo her with the the tattoo that he and Giles both have, which is called the Mark of Igon. Because he burns his off? Yeah, he does. He burns his own off with acid. He's just like, they're back at the the Halloween shop that he had. Yeah. And he like... His lease is still good, clearly. He like ties her to a table and tattoos like the back of her neck. Mm -hmm. But his is just on his arm. Yeah. And he just, like, has acid and just, like, pours it onto himself to get rid of his tattoo. I don't know. But he needed, like, someone to replace him or something. Right. Um, so let's see. He burns his own mark off in the hopes the demon will go after Buffy and not him. Uh, Willow yells at Xander and Cordy for fighting um, instead of helping. It's amazing. And then she figures out a plan. Giles tries to sacrifice himself to the demon so it doesn't go after Buffy. Mm-hmm. Angel rushes in at the last, um, just in time, puts the demon in danger so it'll pass to him. The mm-hmm. demon jumps from Miss Calendar into Angel. Because he's dead. Yeah, because um, the demon can only pass into people if they are unconscious or dead. Mm-hmm. Um, so because Angel's dead, it can hop into him. And then his vampire demon kind of fights with the other demon mm-hmm. inside of him. And Jealous yeah. takes it out on uh, the demon. It's pretty cool because it's doing like morphs between him and makeup and him normal. Like, yeah. The demon face and it's, it's a cool scene. It really is. Um, so let's see. Um, so yeah, so his inner like vampire demon defeats it. Mm-hmm. Um, he has like a good line where he's like, I've, I already have a demon inside me that's been waiting for a fight. Yep. It's like, yeah. Yep. It's badass. Um, Giles is concerned about Jenny. She kind of gives him the brush off. Mm. Giles feels guilty about everything that happened. Buffy tells him that he should forgive himself, essentially. Yeah. We all make mistakes, man. We all <laughs> accidentally summon demons that kill our friends, you know? It is what it is. I'm sorry, what are you doing on Saturday Anyways, night? Anyways, so next episode. <laughs> no, 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 we're not done with this yet. Okay, so for a watcher pass, I said watch. Mm-hmm. Um, you get major character development for Giles mm-hmm. and it its impacts with his relationship with Jenny. Yeah. Um, what did you get for stakes? I actually really like this episode, so I gave it a seven. seven I gave it a six. That's, that's still pretty good. Yeah. Um, I, I'd, I'd like it a lot. I think uh, it gives a new dimension to Giles, because up until this point, other than that one comment we have mm-hmm. um, in Halloween, he's kind of like a, the most do-gooder, by-the-book guy. And then it's like, no, Giles has a past where yeah. he's done some things he regrets, and I like that. And like I said, I really like the ending uh, effect with Angel like morphing mm-hmm. back and forth between the demon and himself. And it, it gives Angel a moment of like, being the hero, you know, yeah. which you get more and more. Um, I don't know. Actually, let's see. 
okay, save I, that comment. It also does kind of play into what you were saying before about how the world feels lived in. Mm-hmm. Because you see this, like, past for Giles that was, like, when he was a teenager. Mm. So it just makes the... It expands the universe because it really starts giving Giles more of a backstory of, right. like, when he was, say, around Buffy's age. Mm-hmm. So you understand, like, that's another part of who he is. Right. Hi, guys. So, uh, turns out we talk too much. Um, so what we're gonna do is actually split the video here, mm-hmm. and, uh, it gives you guys a little bit less to download on data, if you're doing that, which, mm-hmm. uh, don't recommend. Download, always download things on Wi-Fi. What yeah. are you doing? And, um, so yeah, so we're gonna cut the video here, not necessarily where we intended it, but, uh, it gets more content for you, so... It's all good. Yeah, so uh, you can watch part two. Uh, we'll have it in the playlist. And then if you're on iTunes, there should be another part for you to download. Or we just... shorter. I don't know. It may or may not be labeled part two. It'll just be whatever episodes are next. Right. So just, just follow the order of when it... Like, what episodes it says each video contains. Right. <laughs> oh, man. Thank you guys for watching. And, uh, yeah. Talk to you later. Bye. Okay. Joe, where can they find you online? Uh, if you want to give me a reason to use my Twitter, <laughs> uh, you can find me at Jillian underscore Swan, and that's Swan with two N's. All right. Um, Very important. Yeah, and, and just, just for the record, um, I had a friend point out to me after our first episode came out that uh, I should add more things to my Twitter because no one's going to go there if there's nothing there. That's fair. I then explained to him that that was the entire point. <laughs> that, uh... <laughs> I was asking people to give me a reason to use Twitter because otherwise I'm not going to use it if I, like nobody's going to be talking to me on there or whatever. So uh, if you would like to tweet me, I can be found at Jillian underscore Swan, that's Swan with two N's, and uh, give me a reason to use my Twitter. Yes. And of course you can find me on Twitter at the fake BMAR, that's B-M-A-R-R. Um, so uh, like you have two N's, I have two R's. Mm-hmm. That's how you can remember our Twitter handles. You can find the channel on Twitter at WG Everything at Instagram at Wicked Good Everything, on Twitch at twitch.tv slash Wicked Everything. The main channel, of course, is on YouTube, youtube.com slash Wicked Everything, and this channel is youtube.com slash a lot of random characters. Not Wicked Good Podcast yet, but you can find it if you search Wicked Good Podcast. Leave us a review on iTunes. Tell your friends. Tell your family. Your enemies. Tell tell anyone. Tell random people on the street if you want to, if you feel safe talking to them. Yes. <laughs> and, uh, yeah. Happy Halloween, depending on when this comes out, and happy November 1st, if it didn't come out on Halloween. Or if you're finding this at any other time, have Mm. a nice day. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Thank you guys so much for watching. See you next time. The Sunnydale Review is a Wicked Good Everything production. Fan art of Buffy was created by Fishbone Art. The logo was created by Tamar Kutab. The original intro and outro song was created by Alex Carl.